Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Giving us. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's learn our scripture for the day, and let's hear the Word of God. This is Hoto. Hey. Very soon, we'll be in a chill place. <laughs> You know, I said very soon, fully air conditioned. <laughs> soon and very soon. To be chilled. You know, you know, you'll be happy that you are part of this church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Go. Proverbs 11.30. Again? Proverbs, let's say it again. Proverbs 11.30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth soul is wise. Proverbs 11.30. Amen. Can you remember that? The first part said the fruit of what? And the second passage is what? It's very simple. Amen. So one, two, go. Up the screen. This morning you are very awake. I don't know why because of the heat. That's very good. Amen. So this verse says that he that win a soul is wise. Amen. So if you want to be classified as wise, be a soul winner. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and wisdom, eh? You see, everybody thinks that he's wise, though. Do you know how we all think? Everybody thinks he's wise. Everybody thinks he's wise. Everybody thinks that he's wise. Everybody, when they are taking a decision, they think that they are wise. Do you understand? That is why the Bible says that wisdom is justified by his children. Hallelujah. Wisdom is justified by his children. Amen. So what the Bible is trying to tell us is that is the consequences the consequences or the result of your decision is what will tell whether you were wise or fool. Hallelujah. Because at the time that you were taking the decision, you think you were wise. At the time that you were taking the decision, you think you were wise. So it's the outcome that would determine whether you were a wise person or a fool. Hallelujah. It's the outcome. Even, even a mad person, when they are doing something, they think they are right. Oh, yeah. You don't understand delusion. Delusion. Okay? When a, when a mad person take, is taking off his clothes, he thinks he's right. You, 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 we don't get it. Yeah. 
at that time, that's how his mind works. Because, he, because he's deluded. That's why it's called delusion. Okay? Delusion. Which is defined as a fixed false belief. Not amendable to reason. Okay? A fixed false belief. Not amendable to reason. Which is delusion. That is why the person can stay in... The person can be here. And all of us are sweating. And he's wearing a winter coat. <laughs> he's wearing a, a winter coat. And wearing boots, winter boots. Meanwhile, all of us are sweating. But in his mind, it's cold, it's snowing. So it's, it's a false belief. But you cannot reason with him. That, Lord, Charlie, it's hot. No, in his mind, it's cold. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and you find out that all of us, you know, you see, mental problems, you have to be careful because everybody has a, a degree of it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. Mental problems, you have to be careful. Everybody, if you watch people closely, if you watch, all of you, when I watch you closely, I can see a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's just a range. No, don't, don't be deceived. It's, it's actually a range. All of us have little, little false belief. You know, you know, you know. You see, look. If you take like paranoia, somebody is paranoid. Think somebody is coming after me. No, no. You see, at the extreme, that's what you know. I'm hearing voices. They are come to kill me. But at the other end, at the first end, somebody doesn't like me. He hates me. It's all paranoia. Do you understand? That's 5% of it. It's only the 100% that the person, oh, you're shooting me. No, but at the 5% level, you think somebody doesn't like you. So, as I watch you say, this person doesn't like me, I also see a degree of... <laughs> Do you understand? You talk about, you talk about the, the maniacs, hypomaniacs. Very flamboyant. Very flamboyant. Is it one, what a hypomaniac. They are very flamboyant. They are very colorful. They are jovial. They are spending money. They don't think carefully that there's no money. They keep on spending. You see? So it's, 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 it's a, see, that's at the extreme where the person just spending money, very flamboyant. The person thinks that he's the president of the country. You see? But, but at, the, at the lower end, at the 5% level, when I see your bright yellow dress, you see? Very, very flashy colors. Red. You change your hairstyle every week. You know what I <laughs> You see that? There's snow there. Even the fact that you want to change, every week you want to change your hairstyle. You want to do you, 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 that, that, A little, a little is there. <laughs> So, so you have to be careful. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh-huh. Small. Depression, same thing. At the extreme of depression, the person is suicidal, I want to kill myself, but at the 5% level, she, when you are sitting there, you are moody. What's wrong? Nothing. You see? 
Is he? Is he? I'm trying to point out your diagnosis to you. <laughs> what is wrong? Nothing. I don't want to talk now. Is he? Why don't you want to talk now? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So wisdom is justified. Amen. Amen. But the Bible says that in the lo- he, but he that winneth so is wise. Because at eternity, what will stand out as wisdom is the one who wants souls. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. At eternity. That's why we are talking about salvation. In the long run, when we get to heaven, that's where the decision will be. You say, ah, so the guy who wants souls once we are on earth, he's wise. Because his wisdom is justified by his children. Not the, guy, not the one who was singing and shouting. Not even the one who was preaching. If you preach and you don't win souls, you'll be surprised in heaven. That's what I'm saying. He that wins a soul is wise. So you can be a great preacher, but you never want anybody to Christ. You'll be surprised. So what will make you wise or guarantee you a secure, a better place in heaven? It's so winning. Say, he that wins a soul is wise because he's taking an action that in the long run will benefit him. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can be a dancing star, a shooting star, a rapping star. If you don't win souls, you are not wise. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why I've taken my time to teach on about evangelism. Tell them, amen. amen. And last week, you see, last week I shared with you about the effect of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said that when the Holy Spirit came upon them, he, he said, he said, he said and, and, and when they received the Holy Spirit, he said, and you shall receive power. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And the, the, the effect of that power is to be a witness. Hallelujah. When you are under that influence, you have, you see, when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you cannot keep quiet but talk about Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is anointing. So don't believe anybody who says they are anointed but they don't win souls. No, you are not anointed. When you are anointed, you have nothing to do but to win souls. Hallelujah. So when people say, oh, I'm anointed, I'm a man of God, I'm anointed, but they don't win souls. No, that's not the anointing. Hallelujah. It's it just like somebody, uh, like, like even this one when we're coming, as I was driving, I drove with my wife, we were coming, in the, some guy was walking in the middle of the road, in the middle of the road, this morning, nine o'clock, what, would, what, what does normal people do when they are crossing the road? You look left. You look right. This guy. Eight o'clock in the morning. No, no, no nine o'clock in the morning. Road, a road where that cars are going back and forth. It's a Sunday. And it's amazing that, even though I didn't talk to my wife, we both have the same impression. What influence is on what under what influence is he? Because you must be under a certain influence to walk. You must be under a certain influence to walk in the middle of the road. Then it, 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 it's not normal. Something is influencing you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hear me. In the same way, when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you cannot control yourself but to be a soul winner. Hallelujah. You, you see, when you talk to somebody, immediately, are you born again? Are you saved? Are you a Christian? Under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, so, 
So that's the effect. Amen. And I started sharing with you about reasons why you must be a soul winner. Can't go about it. You can't go over it. But I can give you more reasons. Hallelujah. Another reason why you, you must be a soul winner. Because the Bible says he that wins a soul is wise. This is what will make you wise. A soul winner. Another reason why you must be a soul winner, he that wins a soul is wise. Is that it's found in, in um, Ezekiel. You must be a soul winner because soul winning will help you to avoid a murder charge. Oh yeah. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Ezekiel 3, 17 and 18. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked ways, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thine hand. Yeah. It's a son of man. You see, what? You see, when they say somebody's blood is required at your hand, that is a trial for murder. Legal, that's what it means. You, are, you will be tried for murder. God is saying that, look, when someone is wicked, when someone is not saved, I have given you the opportunity to talk to the person. If you don't, the person will die in his sin and go to hell. The person will die and go to hell. But you, I'll try you for murder. And murder trials, murder trials are one of the most difficult and dangerous trials. All of us remember O.J. Simpson. Remember O.J. Simpson? Yeah. He was being tried for murder. Murder trials? What people's blood will require for you? You see, you see, let me break it down to you. All that God is saying is that the guy that you are sitting with at work, the guy that you live with, the guy in your neighborhood that you know, that you talk, that you chat, that who's not a Christian. Okay? If you don't tell him one day, he will die. And he will go to hell. But you, I'll try you for murder. So to avoid a murder charge, tell the person and let the person decide whether he'll be saved or not. Otherwise, God say he will try you at night for murder. And murder trials are not easy. Look, murder trials are not easy. Murder trial? Son of man. His blood will I require. I will try you for murder. You are guilty of murder. You are guilty of murder. When you know somebody who's not saved and you keep quiet. You see, what, so what, what, what is making me a bit nervous is that it didn't say you will not go to heaven. No. You will go to heaven because you are born again. But I'm beginning to so even in heaven, some people... Yeah, that's what, no laugh, it's not a joke. If God says, I'll try you for murder. There must be a consequence of that trial. So it means that you can be in heaven and, 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 and I, I don't even know what it will look like. Hallelujah. You see, he that wins a soul is wise. So to avoid the murder charge, just be a soul winner. You tell the guy, if the guy chooses not to believe, that's his problem, but at least on your part. You see, tell that worker, tell that colleague, tell that cousin, tell that uncle, tell that brother that you need to be born again and let them decide. If they are not saved, at least you are not guilty of murder. You've done your part. But when you don't, 
Hallelujah. Tell that, you see, you see, tell the lady who does your hair. Every day you go to the beauty parlor, you know she's not a Christian. At least witness to her and let her decide. Because one day she will die and go to hell. And when you go to hell, say, do you remember the girl who used to do your hair in Edmonton? Do you remember that girl? He said, yes. He said, she's in hell. You are guilty of murder. You sat there every two weeks. Sometimes she bleached. Sometimes she changed. Sometimes she colored. And you look at her, but you did not tell her about Jesus Christ. Tell that mechanic that you take your car to. Otherwise, she'll be guilty of murder. You, 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 you and I are just, we are supposed to just tell them and let them take the decision. So that God will not try us for murder because murder trials are not easy. Tell that uncle of yours. Even that boss of yours, when they tell him, just be sure that it's appropriate moment before he fires you. But <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So to avoid a murder charge, we should be a soul winner. He that wins a soul is wise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Next one, why must be a soul winner? You know, soul winning. Okay, let's, let me read the verse for you. So you must be a soul winner because soul winning gives you a beautiful feet. A beautiful feet. The Bible says, the Bible says that. In Romans, Romans chapter, <coughs> Romans chapter 10, verse 15. Romans chapter 10, verse 15. Let's look at that. And how shall they preach? Except they be sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. How beautiful. How beautiful. How beautiful. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. How beautiful. How beautiful. How beautiful. You know, I, I'm saying this point around this time, you know. A lot of us, a lot of us around this time go and get a pedicure. You go and get a pedicure so that when the summer comes and you wear your slippers, all of us will see how smooth you have listened and you do your nails purple, a black woman with a purple nail. Why are you cyanotic? <laughs> Pink. You see, because summer is because when, and you don't do it in the winter because winter nobody, nobody sees it. But in the summer, you see people sitting at the pedicure, scraping. And some of you, it's like a crocodile skin. <laughs> It's like literally scraping the crocodile skin. They will scrape and scrape and scrape and scrape. Then they will then additional feet. Then, then they will apply something else. Because you are concerned about how your feet will look. So that come summer, you get down your slippers and down your shorts. And then when you are walking, everybody see. And if you're a woman, try and do some pedicure because some of you, the, the, your back of your feet, it looks like hamatan popo. <laughs> Why every 
time you wear pantyhose, it scratches. Cause your feet. <laughs> I think I don't know this. Your feet is so cracked that it scratches the panty. You know this, right? You think I don't know this? Learn to smooth it. That's just by the way. She, she, and 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 I, I hear, I hear now. There even machine uh, like uh, things that they bath. That even some ladies like when they are watching TV, you, you soak your feet. You, well, like when you are watching, you, you, you soak your feet in what? Epsom salt. Eh, Epsom salt. It helps tired feet. Then when you finish, you just you scrape it. Then you apply shea butter. Filler. I know things. Yeah. And it's important to you. So just as, you see, and, and beautiful feet. But, yes, you've gone to the pedicure this summer. Your feet is looking beautiful physically. But spiritually, how's your feet looking? It's beautiful. Did you do pedicure? What about spiritually? You try are you hearing me? How beautiful. How beautiful yeah. are the feet of them. Hallelujah. Amen. Who preach good news? Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So please, let us carry beautiful feet. Let our feet be beautiful. I say, let our feet be beautiful. Let our feet be beautiful. Not only physically, but spiritually. More spiritual than as for physical feet, nobody really cares. Some of you, I don't, some of us, I don't. Even though I'm saying it, I don't see. I don't see anybody's feet at all. That's the thing about men. Who sometimes my wife asks me, oh, "Do you remember this person's hair?" I, I don't remember. And she's shocked that I don't remember the person's hair. I said, "I don't. I don't at all." I said, ah. And of course, it's not only me. Most men don't. So as you are trying to do your hair, we don't see. I don't see. I don't see at all. Honestly, I don't see that you're doing your stuff. Yeah, I don't see. I'm not saying don't do it, but I. Yeah, but it's good. It's important. Hallelujah. So please, beautiful feet. Amen. Yeah. So that your feet will be beautiful. Hallelujah. Why must be a soul winner? Wise. Those that, those that win souls are wise. Hmm. The wisdom of soul winning. Next point. You must be a soul winner today and overcome the sin of distraction. You must be a soul winner to overcome the sin. The sin of distraction. The sin of being distracted. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, verse 48 to 50. Matthew 24, verse 48. It says that, but, it said, but, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in the day 
when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he's not aware of. You see, the Bible says that a, 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 a very uh, a lord, a rich man, had a vineyard, and he employed a servant. And then he went on a long journey, expecting that the servant would attend to the job. But the guy, instead of attending to the job, had at the back of his mind that, oh, my, this is my boss who has traveled. He's not coming back now. So instead of that, instead of focusing on the job, he rather was smiting his fellow servant. He was quarreling. He was fighting. Instead of concentrating on the job, it means that if he had focused on the job, he would not have been quarreling. It means that if he had focused on what he was told to do, he would not have the time to quarrel. That's why the Bible says, so, to, to, so that you will not fall into the sin of distraction and quarreling. Let me tell you something. So if you are very serious about God, serious about souls, you will not have time for all these petty quarrels. Hallelujah. The reason why well, I don't like the way she talked to me, the way she's looking at me, because you are not busy. If your heart is after souls, look, the reason why you have time to think about all the nonsense, who likes you, because you are not busy. You are not busy. You are not busy. That is why, you, you, you see, let me tell you, the danger of idleness, that is why, because your mind is, you are not engaged, that's why this keeps to ruminate in your mind. Why did he say that to me? And is that for a reason? And the way he said to me, did I do something? Because you are not busy. If you have a deadline to complete, that thing will not occur to you. It's your idleness that makes you lie down in bed thinking about who likes you, who doesn't like you, who said what, because you are idle. But if as you are lying down in bed, you have something to complete, it will not even occur to you. So the reason, look, if we don't, see, if we don't engage in serious soul winning, very soon we'll be fighting among ourselves. Because yes. you have too much time to fight. You have too much time. Yeah. Very soon, you'll begin to find what somebody did wrong. Have you noticed that, look, have you noticed that when you are doing something and you are very busy, or let's say you are fixing something, something that is difficult, let's say you are fixing a cabinet, or you are fixing this, and you are working actively, and it's difficult, and it's taking your time. Do you notice that in the process, even if you have a cat, you don't see it? It is only when you are done. Oh, I got a cat here. Because in the heat of the project, you don't feel the pain. When you are busy, when you are active, you don't get time for hurt and wounds. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? I said, when you are engaged, you don't have time for heads and wounds. Hallelujah. Yeah. Usually, when you find people who are quarrelsome, who are moody, they are an idol. I mean, if you take somebody like me, I don't quarrel. I don't quarrel at all. At all. And the reason I don't quarrel is because I'm tired. Every day I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. By the time I go to the hospital and come back, finish preaching, praying, preparing for a sermon, talk to church members, and I lie down two minutes, oh, I don't have time. 
Oh, about time. But the reason why you have time, you see little, little things because you're idle. Be a soul winner. Engage in the things of God. You have time for this. Look, if, this, if we don't become a soul winning church, that means you are quite with this person. But if you are waiting to go and bring somebody to church, the person is, I won't come. I will come. You run out of person. You will not have to come to. Your mind will be on that person. You don't remember about her. But because you are, if, if you don't have anybody, they will tell them, if we cry, when Portia was in the by Sunday, when Robert came to stand me, he made her face some way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. To deliver us from the sin of destruction. Amen. Yes. I don't should fight among ourselves. Yeah. Even that, what, that is, 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 so please be busy. Even sin. Young people, even sin. That's what you see. That's one of the reasons why we engage a lot of young people in church. Because even to sin, you need time to sin. Yes. That's why we engage them. Even to sin, you need time. Sometimes, sometimes you are not you, you are not sinner because you are a good person, but you don't have time. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. Sometimes you are sin not because you are a good person, but you don't have time. You simply don't have time. Because it takes time to call, to arrange, meet me somewhere, go to the store and buy some corn. It's not all takes time. I know the process. I've heard about the process. Not that I know the process, please. Point of correction. Yeah. So even sin. You see, as I engage them, choir rehearsal, memorize a verse, dancing stars, they don't have enough time to fool around. See, one time some guy employed me. That's where I got that revelation from. Some guy employed me and I was working for him as a doctor. And the guy used to load me with patients. <laughs> like if the average doctor was supposed to see like 15 patients, by the time I come to the clinic on my name, he has booked about 30. Seriously. Me and Dr. Flasher. So one day, this is my boss. His friend came to visit him. And my, and, and my, my, my office was next to him. And I heard him say, so his friend asked me, how are, this guy, how are the guys doing? So, they are really working. They are doing good. I, I, I make sure that I overbook them so that they don't have time to think about leaving. <laughs> That's what he told us. That's what he told us. And I heard. That's what he told his friend. So, so by the time I will leave the clinic, I'm so tired, I don't have time to write and look for another. You see, you are so tired, you don't have time to look for another job. That's what he's trying to say. Because you see, he needs time to look for another job, application, and all those things. But by the time I leave the clinic, I am tired. So even to go on the internet to look for another job. So that was his strategy. Let me keep them busy. When I heard, when I heard that, that, that his comment, you see, I'm very calm. Then I told Dr. Flesher, and I told Dr. Flesher, you know him. He said, eh? That's what he said. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm not confrontational. <laughs> but as for my brother, the HLA. <laughs> <laughs> Poof! Yes. By the time I realized, he has caught a 
Because that was his mind. Let me keep them busy. So that I don't even have time to look outside for another job. When, when you are blank, so when you are busy, you don't have time. Yeah, I know of another. I also heard of another guy who brought his wife here. Then the wife became a nurse. All my stories are true. This this happened in it happened in Queens. The wife became a nurse, and the wife was making more money than him. So she was trying to come on top a little bit. You know how it is. As usual. So we noticed that ah, now this girl is pregnant. She had a child. Within 18 months, she was pregnant again. And then pregnant again. So we asked the girl, he said, look, it's intentional. I'm keeping her pregnant all the time. Woman, this woman, I'll show her. Make sure every time she's pregnant. <laughs> it's a strategy. If I he said in the local language, Reverend, man, numinous. Reverend, I'll keep on impregnating her. I said, I said, you're a wicked man. <laughs> I'm locking you in. One baby after the <laughs> Yeah. Because when, <laughs> because when you are busy. <laughs> Hallelujah. But let me tell you, on a serious look, when you are busy with God, you will not have time for evil. When you are busy with God. Hallelujah. Then the next, that which, which brings me to the next point. Why you must be a soul winner. Which is you have a certain window of time to work. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yep. I must work while it is day for the night cometh when no man can work. As you are hearing me, I'm talking to you. I'm preaching to you. It's your opportunity to do something for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I must work. Jesus said, I must work while it is day. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 9 verse 4. John chapter 9 verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh. When no man can work. You see, there's something called night. He said, I must work while it is day. The night cometh. Look, everybody in your life, there's day and there's night. And while it is day, work. Because the night cometh. Not that you, not that you don't want to work. That's the thing about the night. Say the night cometh when I don't want to work. But you cannot. That's the difference. For the night cometh when no man can. So it means that when the night comes, even though you are willing, you cannot. So while it is there, you will not have to work. 
soul winning is wisdom. If he that winning soul is wise, then once you are in the day of your life, secure it. Because the time will come. You can't do it anymore. For the night cometh. See, and, 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 and night comes in various forms. Night may come in the form of death. Night may come in the form of sickness. Night may come in the form of transfer, relocation. A lot of things can bring night where you cannot, you want to, but you can't. I must work while it is there. You see, the night there is very dangerous because you cannot and you will not. You cannot. How many times that people look at I wish I had done it then. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? What is, the, what is for the same reason why we always encourage the young people to go to school now? Because you, you must go to school while it is there. For the night coming when you cannot. Ask those who didn't go to school and they got married. Now they have three children they want to go to school. They can't. At that point, it's not easy. Because to do, because to do a Kakros one with a baby crying. <laughs> Let's walk across two. Yeah. That's day. I must work while it is day. I must work. See, in other words, life has seasons. When the night comes, you can't. Hallelujah. When the night comes. When the night lands, not that you don't, not that you don't want to, you cannot. Yeah. And the night can come in various forms. Everybody will go through a night. So he said, I must work while it is day. So if you believe the scripture that he that winner's soul is wise, then it is your daytime. Take advantage. Because when the night comes, you cannot. Hallelujah. For the night cometh. For the night cometh. And in your life, a night will come. Hallelujah. In your life, night will come. So while it is day, work. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. In your marriage, night will come. In your school, night will come. Yes. In your ministry, night will come. Night will come. See, don't be deceived. It's, you see, life is not all sunshine. <laughs> is somebody hearing me? Yes. Because like the Arabian Proverbs say, all sunshine makes a desert. All sunshine makes a desert. So life is not all sunshine. Hallelujah. Amen. Night comes. Night comes. That is why you might, that is why, you see, this message also ties into be careful about the sin of procrastination. I said this some time ago, last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I'm saying it again. Do what you have to do now. Be careful about the sin of procrastination. Everything tomorrow, everything tomorrow, everything tomorrow. By the time you realize, night has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be careful about it. Amen. Amen. May God give you the wisdom to move. Amen. I say it again. May God give you the wisdom to move. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May you be done by the time the night comes. Amen. I say may you be done by the time the night comes. Amen. I say it again. May you be done by the night the night comes. Because night comes. Hallelujah. And my final point for today is to explain to you, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what? And what? 
and all. Let me explain this scripture for you. Let me explain this verse from you from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Let's read this. Let's read this interesting passage. Luke chapter 5 from verse number 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Okay? As the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, which is in Tiberias, and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would trust a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets. Plural. Let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down that net. Let down your nets. I will let down that net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and the net break. Look at me carefully. Everybody. If you don't remember anything today, remember this last session. Let's look at the background. You have to look at the context. Here, Jesus is preaching powerfully at the Gennesaret is Tiberias. It's actually a lake. When we went to Jerusalem, we saw it. We actually saw it. It's a big lake. It's like the Hudson River. It's like, maybe it's slightly bigger than the Hudson. It's actually a bit huge, like a sea. So, here, Jesus Christ is preaching. And the crowd has gathered. And the crowd was a lot. So, the crowd couldn't reach him. So, he needed a platform. He needed some help. He needed somebody to use. So he goes, he sees two boats. One. I, I'm sure Reverend, there was not only one boat. There were what? There was no only there was what? There was no only one. There were how many boats? He sees two boats. The first thing I want to say is that when God wants to use you, you are not the only person. If you refuse, there's an alternative. It has never been one boat. If Peter has said no, he are going to the other boat. So when God is asking you to do something, don't think you are unique. There's an alternative. So those of us who think that, oh, without me, it cannot be done. You are joking. Without you, it will go on. So one, there were two boats. And then he goes into one of the boats that belongs to Peter. And then he asks Peter, can you come and push the boat a bit far? So that I'll be a bit away from the crowd? No. You see, all of us know the second part. I have told, I, I die wed. Nevertheless, I die wed. 
And so Peter, all of us have heard, oh, so Peter believed the word of God, and when he threw the net, he caught a big fish. Isn't that what we all say? That he had faith in God's word. In spite of his, do you understand? But what I want you to do, see, think about the mind frame of Peter. I'll show you why Peter caught the net. Not because he obeyed, but he applied Matthew 6.33. And I'll explain to you. When Jesus Christ met Peter, when he saw them, what were they doing? What were they doing? What were they doing? What had happened the night before? Thank you very much. What had happened before? So, listen. Washing their nets. Told all night. Washing their nets. Told all night. It means that one, they went to see, they caught nothing. And not only did they caught nothing, some weeds and some sticks got into the net. And the net is even torn. One, you didn't get anything. Two, even the net is broken. So here you are, minding your own business, concerned about your problems, washing your net. If a pastor comes, who is preaching to his crowd, you and I, I'm telling you, you and I, our and, and come, look, come and do the work of God. Your media response, look, does he know what I'm going through? What's your feeling? Does he know what I'm going through? That he's come to ask for my boat? That this, this man doesn't even care? One, I didn't get anything. Two, my, my neck is broken. I have my own personal problems. I have my own internal problems. I have my own issues. And these pastors, they don't care. Everything is about the work of God. Everything. What about my personal problem? I'm trying to show you the revelation. Does he know that how I'm struggling to pay my bills and say I should become a central leader? Does he know how, how I'm struggling to do this and he said I should go for outreach? Does he know how I'm trying to find my feet and say I should go and join the technical team? Does he know my personal problem? They seem not to care. They only care about the work of God. They don't care about our personal problems. Should be heard. This is how some of us should behave. Because I say, this is how some of us behave. We are so engrossed with our personal problems, we think that the word of God is a, the, the work of God is a border. Does Reverend know that I'm strong with my papers and it's asking me to go and start? It? What, 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 don't they care? Does he even know that I failed my exam? Wash my nets. Trying to do with my school, trying to do with my job, trying to do with my child, trying to do with my marriage, trying to do with my health. I have my net that I am washing. That this pastor, this reverend said, does he even care at all? That instead of coming to ask me how you are doing, what is going on, he rather has come to do something. Did he have the, did, does he even think about me? Tired? 
things in my life. I'm tired of life. Do they care? I'm tired. I'm tired. I have too many personal issues. I'm tired. School issues, loan issues, marriage issues, children issues. I'm tired. All night. Let me tell you something. Jesus case. I say Jesus case. I say Jesus case. Don't think he doesn't care. But, 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 he was triggering the principle of Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you know Peter, you have a problem. If you know Peter, you have not caught no fish. I am telling you that forget about your personal problem. You see, this is why Peter got a breakthrough. Peter did not complain about his personal problems. That's what I'm trying to say. Peter did not focus on his personal problems. Like some of us do. But even though he had not caught nothing, he still let his boat out for the Lord to use. And when he did that, suddenly his personal problems were irrelevant because when you seek the kingdom first, all other things, the same fish that he was struggling with, he had more than enough because he did not dwell at his personal problems. Lighthouse New Jersey, if we can look beyond our personal problems and seek the kingdom first, all other things will be added. Hallelujah. It's not that God does not know your personal He knows. He knows your personal problems. And he cares about it. But he's telling you, push your boat out. I need your boat. I know you are not married. I know you don't have a child. I know you are not in school. I know you don't have a job. I know you are sick. But I still am telling you, I need your boat. I need your vessel. And if you can stop focusing on yourself, that's our problem. If you can stop focusing on your... Don't tell me Peter did not have problems. You kidding me? You work all night? Didn't get anything? The night is gone? How depressing can it be? Don't tell me. How depressing, how depressing can it be? All night? No sleep? I'm sure, and Peter was married. And so his, his wife was... Lazy man. Every time you don't bring a paycheck... Because you no know, Peter was married. So to go to work and not bring a paycheck. <coughs> so all this was going through Peter's mind. Children's school fees. And he, and his mother was his, his mother in law was living with him. Don't you remember? So not only is your wife at home, your mother in law is also at home. They're all waiting for you. Was in the house, yeah. the wife was there. I'm sure he has something. They're all waiting. Yes. Lazy man. Everybody goes and brings some fish. You are not even so. I'm sure Peter was going through a lot of internal personal problems, but he he put his personal problems down and attended to the word of God. And suddenly his breakthrough was more than he can carry. Yeah. I am sure after Peter led, you see, you see, Peter will 
was blessed beyond his expectation. Why do I say so? Jesus said, let down the nets. Because Jesus had in mind abandoned harvest. But Peter was limited. He only threw one net. I said, Jesus said, let down what? Because Jesus had abandoned harvest for him. But Peter was just even limited. He threw only one net. That's why it was even broken. I mean, eyes have not seen. No, yes, hey. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God had for those who will love him. As you believe God and work for God, you'll be surprised that what he has for you, one net cannot contain it. You need nets. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, if today, I said, forget about everything I said from the beginning. If today, you can catch this revelation that God still wants your boat in spite of your personal problem. And you have the ability to overlook your personal problem and do the work of God. Yes. It will not only be net, it will be net. Listen, God knows. He knows your issues and He cares about it. But He's asking for your vessel face. Yeah. Let us stop focusing on ourselves. Trust the master. What he can give you. I am sure that day after the Peter caught the fish and he heard and when he was going home, he go, as soon as he got home, babe, we need to move out of this house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, hey, you! Even last month, baby, I haven't finished playing. I said, Peter said, chill, chill, girl, girl, chill. <laughs> Look, change, 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 change that fridge. The wife said, babe, we're on a vacation. We are going to Jerusalem. We are for a three, three nights. I'm sure that Peter's wife was like, since when? <laughs> we are going to text and kiss. Peter said, what? since when? Because every day, even when you bring in, even when you bring in fish, it's just for, to pay the bills. So since when do we have enough? Since when? Since when? Since when do you have more than enough? Since when do you have more than enough? Since when that you don't have to balance the books anymore? Since when that you don't have to? You see, whether you are paid or not, you don't know because you don't need the money. Wow. No, it's a state like that. Amen. A time, may, you, a time, may, may you come to a point in your life whereby you are not waiting for your paycheck. There's a, there's a place like that. May you come to a point whereby you have money and you ask, I have nothing to buy. That's not if you, 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 yes, you have nothing to buy. You are holding money, but yes, nothing to buy. There are no monthly bills. You own your house, you own your car. Apart from PSG, you don't pay anything. Maybe install solar, so you don't pay PSG. All because you suppress your internal problems. You focus your on you, 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 you did not focus on your own private issues, but you 
you look up to your eye and did the work of God. Because I tell you, Peter could have complained. Peter could have said that you don't care. Peter could have said that you know what I'm going through. But he put all things down and said, and, 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 not, and not only did Jesus ask for his boat, Jesus actually asked him to push. He worked. He pushed the boat. He pushed the boat. He did not complain. He said, I don't, you don't care. He pushed the boat. You see why? He got a net-breaking, boat-sinking miracle. May you receive a net-breaking, boat-sinking miracle as you avail yourself to the Lord. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like Peter, he knows your problems. He knows your situation. He knows what you are going through. But he's saying that I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. If only you can lift your eyes off your problems. If only you can lift up your eyes of problems and look up onto me and allow your vessel to be used by me more than you can carry. I'll give to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't think he doesn't know. He knows. He's fully aware. The situation. The situation with the child. The situation with the job. The situation with your status. The situation with your health. The situation with your family. He knows by his aim. By his aim. I need your vessel. I need your vessel. I need your vessel. I know that I need your vessel. He knows my name. He knows your name. He knows your name, my God. He knows what you are going through. He knows, he knows your prayer request. He knows what you are looking for. But he says, I'm seeking your vessel. I'm seeking your vessel. I'm seeking your vessel. I'm seeking your vessel. Your availability. Your time. Your energy. For my work. For my work. For my work. And you will catch more than you can carry. He knows my name, my God. He knows my everything. He sees Every head bow and every eye closed. You came to this church by yourself, or somebody invited you. The Bible says, Son of man, I've made you a watchman. Warn the wicked of his ways. This morning, this afternoon, the Lord is asking you, Where will you be in eternity? 
The reason why God sent His Son is so not, not so that we will have fun, but He sent His Son so that whosoever believeth in Him will not perish. So if you are here and you are not a Christian, and, and, and by a Christian, or maybe born again, which is you don't you, you have to believe in Jesus Christ, number one, and you have to confess, number two. And number three, it must be in public. So you cannot do it in your bedroom. It's not a bedroom thing. It must be done in public. Take a decision to serve God. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. This afternoon, if you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Everybody, make sure. Young or old, you may have come to the church by yourself. Or somebody invited you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross. Anybody here? Anybody here? There is room at the cross. Anybody here? For you. God is calling you. Don't play with God. Don't say that, oh, don't say that I think I'm a Christian. No, you must know. You don't think that you should not think you are a Christian. You should not think that you are a Christian. You must know that you are a Christian. You must know that you are saved. Not think. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let your hand go up. Hi. Let your hand go up. I see your hand up. God bless you, my dear sister. Oh, I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. There is room at the cross. Don't say that no, I think I'm saved. No, 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 no. Let your hand go up. I want to be sure. 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 My sister, look at me. Your hand, put your hand up. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Then why don't you come? Let me pray for you. Put your hands together. Come. 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 Come for her. Come for her. Come for her. There is room. Look, this is the most important thing. Most important thing. Are you serious about this? Yeah. There is, there is, there is rejoicing in heaven. Because you have taken a decision from God. God will help you. What's your, say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I stand as a sinner and I'm asking for mercy. Lord Jesus, take me as your child. From today, I want to be a child of God. I don't want to be a child of the devil. I want to be a child of God. Save me, God. Lord Jesus, thank you for salvation. Amen. Father, thank you for my dear sister. Thank you for a choice and a quality decision. She shall see the labor and the blessing of serving you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us 
at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.